Hello, I'm Angela. And I'm Marie, the second half of this mother and daughter team. Welcome to Chalker Checkups. We're here to guide you on your quest for spiritual knowledge and enlightenment. Hello, hello. Hello, we're back. <laughs> another episode, another day. <laughs> um, and so today you wanted to talk about the solar plexus and also a little bit about anger. Yes, the solar plexus chakra, or third chakra from the bottom, and anger and how that affects the solar plexus chakra and our life in general. Start off with what the solar plexus is and what it does. The solar plexus chakra is interesting because it is the one chakra in your system that is all about the material world. And it has a tremendous amount to do with your abundance and how successful you are, literally how successful you are in your job, in having money come to you, have having things work out properly for you. If your solar plexus is open and clean and working well, then things tend to happen spontaneously. If you get inspired, uh, everything works. Opportunity tends to come your way and uh, it's almost magical. Yeah, when... it's definitely my favorite chakra because I think it's also one of my clearest chakras. And I do feel like it's kind of like magic of almost having anything be able to appear before your eyes magically. Any any background thought of I wish something would happen or I wish that was there. And then it kind of like, oh, like, hey, that's cool. Like divine timing for that to show up. <laughs> well, and that's true. You've always been that way. I don't know if you remember, but when you were a little girl on one of your birthdays, I think it was like your eighth birthday. You, I said, what do you want for your birthday? And you said, I want lots and lots of money. And you started telling everybody that asked you what you want for your birthday. You want lots and lots of money. And everybody sort of laughed. But when it came time for your birthday, everybody sent you checks. <laughs> even people that hadn't sent birthday presents ever sent you checks. You know, your aunt sent you a check for twenty five dollars. You had we, we had all of these checks and it wound up you had over three hundred and fifty dollars yeah. sent to you for your birthday. I went, wow, it was your birthday. So I said you could do anything you want. So we went and had a major shopping spree at uh, uh, Toys R Us and bought a lot of Pokemon and uh, and many other things. But. It was really interesting how you manifested that. You just put out what you wanted uh, into the universe. And as I said, even people that we hadn't heard from, friends of your father's that said, oh, I never did send something when your baby was born. Uh, so here's a check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, now it kind of just manifests itself in different ways of like, I'm looking for a long board to surf with and I want it to be a used board for less than $400. And then all of a sudden one will pop up uh, in my favorite color. So I was like, oh, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) Like didn't even have to go looking for it actively. It was just like, oh, there one is just popped up. Or Or your wetsuit. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Kind of thinking, I was like, man, I really need like a mid three millimeter wetsuit to surf in um, or to dive in or whatever. But I have a thicker one and then I have one for like a lot warmer water. And I'm like, I don't have any in between. I'm like, I don't know where this is going to come from, but I just think I'm going to get one somehow and um, ended up having someone want to sponsor me and give me a free wetsuit. So I'm like, this is great. (laughs) So you have the type of of third chakra, a solar plexus chakra that everyone would like to have. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting, like talking to some of my friends that um, don't believe in manifestation as much because I feel like it's so easy. You put something out into the universe and then it comes back to you. But it can be a pretty hard concept to grasp when you're not used to things working out for you. Well, the interesting thing about the solar plexus chakra, it is your material world, but it's still a chakra and it still responds to what you think. And there's several things that people, spiritual people tend to do, which sabotages their, their material world. One of them is they think that they have to be deserving. They're right. not deserving enough to be abundant and be wealthy and that you should be uh, deserving in order to be abundant. Now, if you look around the world, obviously this rule does not apply. There are so many people that are rich that don't really deserve anything. Um, They're horrible people. And so if, if abundance or having enough to live on was dependent on deserving there would be a great redistribution of wealth in the world yeah for sure for sure so throw out the deserving thing it has nothing to do with deserving manifestation does not have anything to do with that that is just a myth you don't have to deserve it I had a friend that he hired out to do caricatures at parties for rich people. And he would say, rich people are so boring because all they talk about is how they're going to get money, when their money's going to come, how much money they're going to have, and how much more they're going to they're gonna want. He said, they're, they're terribly boring. But yeah. that's true when you think of your third chakra they're very focused and therefore yeah things are coming they attract in a lot of money yeah because they're talking about it so that's like one of the things in manifestation right is think of it write it down like write steps to make it happen and then those, it's more likely to happen because the idea is out there in the universe at that point visualize it see it say it yeah and uh 
conversely, I'll have some people that are spiritual people and they'll say to me, I really, really, I, I really want to be abundant. I asked my angel, make me amazingly abundant. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You have to be in your material world. You actually have to be material. This is uh, like Madonna, a material girl in a material world. So you do have to take the time to have a plan. Yeah. Like you were talking about, you want a three millimeter suit. Yeah. And you fairly soon. And you have to have an idea of what you want and when you want it and and what the parameters are and know that it's going to come. Yeah, and I definitely have seen that be very true where um in my mind it's been like when it comes to my jewelry business and stuff and it's like, well, maybe I'm not making that much money now, but I know as soon as I decide on something, like everything's going to be okay. Like as soon as I decide on my next plan of action, then it's going to start rolling in. People are going to start buying jewelry again. So. And visualizing that is very useful. If you know that many famous people uh, that have become wealthy had what they called a storyboard because it gave them something to visualize Mm. I'm going to have this house on the hill and I'm going to have whatever, a Ferrari and I'm going to have this and that. And they look at it every day and say, that's what I'm going to do because it gives them that material world view. And Yeah. I mean, that's probably why a lot of people do a vision board at the and do their collage of like, this is what I feel like I want for the, you know, the year, the future. Mm-hmm. When I did jewelry, I did jewelry for 27 years and I did some very elaborate pieces with sometimes 200 diamonds in them, all channel set and going in curves and everything and multiple stones. And I did the wax carving and everything. And I would get one of these orders and then I would start doing all the jobs that I had to do sizings and all the, the uh, mundane things. And my boss would say, are you working on that special project? And I said, yes, I am. In my mind, I was going through every step. Right. I, I would picture in my mind every single step. Because I found out over the years that if I couldn't visualize a certain step, that was usually the place where I would make a big mistake. Right. So if I could visualize from one step to the next step to the next step now i'm going to file it then i'm going to polish it then i'm going to set the stone then i'm going to do this piece and and if i could do that from the very start to the finish before i started to do the physical work then when i sat down to do the work it went super fast yeah and i remember one of the people that i did jewelry work for he said marie you do Six hundred dollars worth of bench work in an hour. That's the fastest of any jeweler I've ever had. And that was because I visualized all the hard stuff before I sat down to do it. Or maybe because you remembered a whole other lifetime of making jewelry <laughs> before that. <laughs> Part of it too. <laughs> but still. But the one you're doing a new piece still, it still helps. And that's part of your third chakra is is visualizing and determining what you're going to do 
and you put that out in your third chakra. That's part of how it works because chakras, you put it out and you get back what you've put out. So when you're trying to make your material world, you need to put out something. Mm-hmm. You need to put out a thought form so the thought form can bounce back and you can have that. Mm-hmm. If you're just saying, oh, I'm going to wait and the, the, the gods and the angels are going to just send me whatever I'm supposed to have. Well, they can't even influence you in that way. So that's going to amount to nothing. Right. Or on the flip side, if you're like, oh, this investment seems like a good idea, but like things don't work out for me and it's probably not going to work out, then I'd say trust your instinct and that if that's the energy that you're thinking of, then it might not work out. Well, and if if your basic premise is things won't work out for me, then you're going to pick an investment that's going to be the wrong one to start. So how does someone clear things up so things start working out for, for everyone? Well, it is very important with any chakra and particularly with your third chakra to sort of examine that little back voice, that voice over that says things like that. Oh, yes, I want to have a house, but I'll never get a house because I'm you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And try to rewrite those notes or say, no, that's an old program. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Those, any reprogramming like that is going to be very, very useful. Yeah. So kind of as those thoughts come in your head, you're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to think about that anymore. It's just going to work out and it's all going to be fine. Right. I'm not. And, and that was my old program, but my new program is I'm totally, totally going to have the house that I want. And this is what it's going to look like because the more you put that out, the better it can change. It can turn around and it can turn around so fast. It's stunning sometimes how quickly things can switch. Other thing is I do readings every day, almost every single day. And one of the things that one of the places in someone's energy that is always a hot mess is the solar plexus chakra. When things go wrong in their solar plexus chakra, people trust the wrong person or something goes wrong and they have a big loss they lose their housing, they lose their job, they lose their career, Some they make an investment, um, they lose all that money, someone tells them to do something and they f- realize they were misled, they have trust issues, they hold this anger and this upset in their solar plexus chakra. And I will look at it and I'll say, you're angry and you're holding this energy in your solar plexus chakra you are still upset about it and you're suppressing the energy of your solar plexus chakra. And what happens when someone is doing that is that they are diminishing the power of their solar plexus chakra. So basically, if you needed to have 25 hours to complete a project and now you've diminished the capacity of your solar plexus chakra by 30 percent now it's going to take 
maybe 35 hours to complete this project. Or sometimes if you're so involved in what happened in the past, you keep thinking, I, I want to get this done, but it, something always happens. It always crashes. I never get things completed. You'll be working on a project and that thought form that you're holding and this anger you're holding in your solar plexus chakra, you'll be going along and then suddenly it's like it's whisked away. Something happens. Your project breaks. Uh, someone calls and cancels your project. You spill your coffee on your paper. Right. And it happens over and over again. And, and you keep having the same thing. I see this constantly. And it's exhausting. It, it literally is like the person is doing an isometric exercise against themselves 24-7. So where the guy next to them is working along and everything's going super easy and every opportunity comes to them. You are going along and nothing is easy. Everything breaks. Things get delayed. And you're working these long, long, late hours and you're frustrated every minute. Right. Because that other person literally isn't thinking about what's going wrong. No. And they're not angry, not suppressing the energy of their chakra. Right. So the trick is, one of the, the important things is the eliminate the anger and the upset from our chakra systems yeah so how can you tell like everyone gets angry how can you tell the difference if you're holding it in your chakra compared to getting angry and like not holding it on if you find yourself going over and over the same scenario my boyfriend yelled at me at that party and he humiliated me and he shouldn't have done that. And he was an ass. And then you're doing the same conversation in your head again. Yeah. And again, and again, and again, and months later, you're still thinking about it. Yeah. That's being held somewhere in your chakra system. I guarantee it. Okay. Maybe in two chakras, maybe in three. Right. All so how do we let go of that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly. The first thing is to understand anger. All anger, 100% of all anger is in the past. You are never angry in the present moment. It's not possible. Like even if someone's like yelling at you in your face in the present. <laughs> if someone came up and slapped you or yelled at you, or said you're a bitch. In that moment, you might be in pain, you might be shocked, but you're not angry. In the moment, you're like, damn, what just happened there? And then, in your mind, you start to travel. Shit, they just slapped me. Now my face is going to be red. I just, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or... This always happens to me. Why do people blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You, you spiral to the past or you spiral to the future. And you're no longer in the present moment. 
in the solar plexus chakra, 100% of manifestation, uh, artistic inspiration, creation happens in the present yeah. moment. You can't ever create something in the past. Yeah. And you can't complete something in the past. So in order to be doing a really great job and getting the job done and being inspired and creative, you must be in the now. That's the only place it happens. And it's an interesting thing about really great artists or technicians. They're super focused. They're very focused when they're working. Mm -hmm. And they're very focused on the now. They're right there working on what they're working on. They're not drifting all over the place. As soon as you start to get angry and start to go back over in your mind all the things that happened or what is going to happen or how this isn't going to be a success and this project's probably not going to work and it hasn't been working anyway and now you're gone. You're not there. Mm -hmm. Also, all anger is unfulfilled expectations. You expected it to go different than it did. And usually those expectations involve another person. So in your solar plexus chakra, someone said, buy this stock and you'll make a lot of money. And you had anticipated that you would. And they were completely wrong. And you didn't. And you lost a lot of money. And you're angry at them. And you've decided you can't trust them anymore. All of that is all in the past. Mm-hmm. And that's all unfulfilled expectations. And a lot of times someone doesn't want to give up the anger because they still want what they want. <laughs> well, I think it's a hard thing, too, because I think a lot of people would think, oh, if I'm not angry anymore, that means I've forgiven that person or that it whatever happened was not a big deal. And like moving on, on is hard. Well, this is true. And actually, I don't like the concept of forgiveness. I actually say, let that whole concept go. It's not very useful. To forgive, the, the word to forgive means to give as you gave before. It means that you would kind of sit down and have a meal with this person like nothing has ever happened. Right. And most people never get to that place so from my point of view i don't really want someone to add a lie to an already stuck energy and say oh i've forgiven i've forgiven them so it's all good now yeah i find most people are lying to themselves when they say that anyways unless they've really come to some resolution of a conflict right so and then what they're doing is they're holding that suppressed anger right lie about even being angry and then they I don't know they get ulcers um, <laughs> <laughs> right so you're better off to say no okay I'm not gonna I haven't forgiven them and and that's why I go with this idea of just okay so what do I do with the anger I'm just going to take it out I'm going to move it to someplace else 
I'm going to remove the anger physically and remove it energetically away from my chakra system. Mm -hmm. Instead of holding it there and having it regurgitating constantly, I'm going to take it out of my chakra system and return it to the person that I generated it with. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, how do we do this? Okay. So if your friend told you to buy the stock and you're totally pissed and you just trusted him and you lost a lot of money, you just see this anger that between him and you and you just see him across the room and you say, okay, I'm putting all this anger in a basket or however you want to see it. And I'm sending this back to you. Mm-hmm. And if you have any of my energy, I'm bringing my energy back to me. And I am declaring as of this moment that I am not going to allow any of your anger or distrust or sadness or whatever happened around this interaction to be in my physical body or in my chakra system anymore. Sending it back to you. So when we're doing this, is this as easy as just kind of saying that in our mind or something that we should be like focusing on in a meditation and like thinking about using our heart chakra energy to like heal this or, you know, taking it more seriously as a thought process or. It doesn't have to be really complicated. I mean, you don't have to go into a deep meditation to do this. You can just visualize this and say this we actually have a very strong natural authority over our energy body over our chakra system people just don't exercise that authority Mm -hmm. but if you say that something can't be in your chakra system you're not allowing it to be there it can't be there and the minute you say i'm taking this out and this is not going to be here anymore it has to go so if you say, I'm taking this anger out and I'm returning it to you, it has to go. There's no, there's nothing that can keep it there. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not difficult to do. And actually, I just 20 minutes ago talked to someone who said, I've been doing this and I feel so much better. Yeah. It's, it's not hard to do. Yeah, because then the story becomes more like letting the idea go than forgiving the person. Right. You're just removing the anger. Yeah. Still in your mind say, yep, that person, not someone I want to deal with anymore. And that didn't work out. But I'm not holding this anger anymore. And I tell people then to just say, then after you have removed the anger, if that person comes to mind, you just say, oh, nope, I'm not going to go down that road with them. I'm just going to breathe in light and breathe out any dark thoughts that involve that person. Yeah. I'm just kind of done with that story because I'm not going to waste another minute of my life being in the past with this person. Yeah. I want my life to be in the present moment where my life is actually happening. Right. Not in the past where it's not happening. So that I can be abundant and, and, you know, get things done and be creative. It works much better.
Now, some people, they'll tell me they don't want to send something back to somebody because they don't want to hurt somebody. They don't want to send angry, suppressed rage, whatever, back to somebody. And you don't want to send it back like, screw you and I hope you die type of attitude either. You don't want to do that. But here's the thing. It is not appropriate for you to do a healing on someone that does not want your attention or has not asked you for a healing. So it's not your job to transmute or transcend their energy or send their energy into the light or try to make them well in your process. That would actually be inappropriate. And what happens if you do that? Well, you're just making another sticky connection between the person. If you go and try to heal someone who does not give you permission to heal them, that dark energy you're trying to heal comes to you. Okay. So you don't want to do that. So in an interaction where you have this anger going back and forth, the best thing you can do is just say, I'm returning the part that's yours to you. I'm pulling the part that's mine back to me. And if you want to take that farther for their own good, then you just say, and it'd be nice if an angel would go and help them. You know, you can tell your angel, would you please send an angel to help them if that's available to them? Mm-hmm. You could do that, but you should not try to change, manipulate, transform, or heal somebody's energy without their permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know we talked about that in another episode. It's just not, it's not good. It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work for them and it doesn't work for you. So you just see this going back to them. Anger and suppressed energy does have a physicality to it. So when you do pick it up and take it out of your chakra system and return it, you do feel better you feel lighter, you feel like there's less heaviness in your energy and you become more present. You're not in the past, so you're not pulling the energy away from your chakra. Your solar plexus chakra is like a a great revolving sun. And every time you're pulling any, any energy to the past, you're stopping that, that, beautiful revolving yellow light and and stalling the whole thing Mm. and what i've noticed a lot of times with people that have uh solar plexus issues is that it's because it sits the solar plexus sits right over their liver their stomach their intestinal tract their kidneys their spleen they feel like crap yeah, because then it's causing all of those issues. All those issues. And most most common is it causes a sluggish intestinal tract. Because if you stall the energy of the solar plexus, then you stall the energy of your whole digestive system. And as soon as that's cleared up, their lifetime of constipation or whatever goes away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> another benefit (laughs) 
health benefits to manifestation. I love it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another another physical thing you want to manifest is to be able to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> A part of the physical world so so this really it really does work and it's really effective and it's another one of those deceptively simple things that you can do that will change then it's just a matter of having a little bit of faith you put together what you want in your material world you put that out there and then you have to be brave enough to give it a little bit of time and trust it Mm -hmm. that's the other thing is some people they tend to then say oh well that's never gonna work oh i wonder if it worked it didn't happen i didn't i didn't get my wetsuit today so i guess that's not gonna work so i guess i'm not gonna get a wetsuit so now how am i gonna get a wetsuit right you have to actually realize that the material world is also something that requires time. And so the amount of time can vary. And you, so if you put out a thought form, you have to give it time to go out and come back and to make things manifest and come back to you and have some trust and keep to your picture don't sabotage your own project because you're impatient. Right. So how clear does someone need to be when they have an idea out there? Like, for example, it's like, oh, like I want like $50,000 or something. And you're just like, I don't know where that kind of money would come from, how I would get it, anything like that. Like, is that still something that could come back to you in that way? Because, well, like, there's also, like, a lot of people that are, like, I would love to win the lottery, but then they don't. Right. Well, it's obviously it's going to be better if you have some plan for the $50,000. I mean, if you say, okay, I'm going to, uh, well, here's, here's, a, here's a thing that was actually real. I owned an herb shop, and there's this one man that came in and sat down in the herb shop and he had a box of crayons and he drew these really pretty awful pictures on cardboard every day. They were even by standards of child's drawings, not ideal, but he was putting on Amazon because he said he was going to make his living doing these pictures and people were buying them and he was getting his living by drawing these, uh, really pretty horrible pictures um, with crayons on pieces of cardboard and selling them on Amazon. Right. So he had a plan. He wanted a certain amount of money and he had a plan and his plan was to uh, draw on cardboard with crayons and uh, post it on Amazon and sell it. And it was working. Right. So then it's just about like believing in the plan to get there. Right. And and have a bit of a plan. Not just $50,000 is going to drop out of the sky. Uh, You know, I'm going to get my $50,000 by drawing on uh, cardboard with crayons. Or I'm going to get my $50,000 by uh, doing readings like I'm doing. Or I'm going to get my $50,000 by, you know, some other way. Mm -hmm. 
there's there are lots and lots of ways to make money you have to pick one it is a material world there has to be some material connection yeah even just buying a lottery ticket but you have to you have to pick something right yeah and i definitely want to encourage i know i've had a few friends that i i believe in them and their tools to you know kind of leave the corporate rule world and start their own business like they have the desire to go out and do their own thing and then have a little bit of a fear that they won't be successful and stuff as well and feel like everyone could be successful if they put their mind to it yes well exactly if they put their mind to it if they focus on that in their material world they have a little bit of faith and they have a plan um people buy just about anything everybody sees that they're the most horrible things that sell so and almost every idea so it's not a matter of having to hit on the most beautiful or most talented thing in the world you just have to go out there and do something and be consistent and put it out there yeah the most true what's true to you and And Definitely when it comes to like a business, consistency is one of the biggest things with that. Consistency, you know. When you opened up the site for me for readings, I'd never been, I'd never had a site before in all the 50 years I've been doing readings. And I've always had clients, but I've never had consistent clients day after day. And since uh, we have opened up the site, I have consistently at least one reading a day yeah and i know you and i joke about it that it never goes to zero (laughs) yeah (laughs) so every time i go okay i have one reading to do and then i can have two days off because i won't have any more readings than three people sign up so it it's never gone to zero since we set it up yeah and well, now and, people have uh, a way to reach you. Like the the fact that people are signing up doesn't surprise me at all. It's uh, like for what you do, it's kind of a spiral and somebody signs up and they're like, oh my God, I have to send this to my friend. They have to do this because like my reading was so spot on that it's, um, you're a little bit of an, an anomaly in the, uh, the spiritual world just because I feel like so many other people are not able to come up with such specific advice. So right now we're sitting at 244. So we've had 244 consistent days of never having a time when there hasn't been somebody signed up. Right. Yeah. And this is since, uh, we'll see, we launched the site in the beginning of June. So it hasn't even been a full year, 244 readings. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I'm not worried about not being abundant. I'm worried about if a million people (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how do I train other people to do this? (laughs) I can say, okay, Angela, you better take the next hundred. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, good luck with me taking over because I'm not seeing anybody's chakras yet. So (laughs) So anyway, so that, I mean, and part of that is 
partly we joke about it, but it's true. Uh, we've been saying since we set it up, oh, you're never going to not have readings. It's not, it just, we keep saying that. And so that's what's been happening. Yeah. Uh, so that is an integral part of it. And people have to look at, if they want their, their chakra to work, you have to look at that back voice that's saying, no, it won't work, or it works for other people, or I'm always a loser, or something like that, and stop saying those things and say, no, that's the old me, the new me has a new abundance plan, and that does not include a voice that says, I'm a loser. Yeah, I will no longer be a failure. That, is, that includes a voice that people want and gravitate and will find my product or will find my site or whatever. We just got a notice today that we have for more than a month on Google had 30 hits on our site every day for the last month. Yeah. So that's what, you, that's what we want. You know, that's what you have to say. This is what I want to have happening. I'm going to get a site. I'm going to do this product. I'm going to have hits on my site. People are going to buy it. They're going to like it. They're going to tell other people and it's going to all work. Yeah. You can say to your angels, this is what I want to have happen. I want you to help me have people find my site. I want you to help me to have them be happy with what they bought. And, and, and then you do your part of being consistent, producing what you say you're going to produce and your solar plexus chakra starts to work like this big sunny sun it's supposed to be and then what happens is that your liver detoxes your stomach starts to work your immune system improves your digestion improves your energy comes up because this is a big part of your physical body and your physical world and suddenly you have a lot more energy and you feel like doing things in the world you feel like getting up and producing something yeah so it's this positive feedback that it's it's all working in a very very good way and that can turn around in a minute you turned it around you just changed your mind changed your heart and said this is what i'm going to do i'm not going to spend any more of my life in the past being angry being regretful it's incredibly powerful how the mind is yes yes well we are we are running our system with our minds for our minds and our hearts but yes definitely and it is powerful that's what our chakras do they amplify everything that we say we want or we say how it is and then it goes out it kind of bounces off the universe comes back and makes that so Right. So if we say we're a winner, we are a winner. If we say we are always a loser, we are a loser. Yeah. Which sounds incredibly easy to just be like, oh, well, I'm just going to be a winner today. Or I'm going to be a winner every day from now on. Yeah. Baby steps. You know, maybe it's hard. I'm <laughs> today I'm going to be a winner. And then tomorrow I'm going to wake up with the same attitude. And I've talked about this a little bit before, but I found that when you're manifesting, it's not like a hopeful, weak energy either. It's a, I want it now and it's going to happen. Boom. Like that. It's not 
like, oh, I really wish I, oh, I'd be so nice for once I would have this happen. It's not that kind of whiny, weak energy. It's I'm going to have that energy. I'm going to have it. It is going to happen because I say so. Yeah. Not because I deserve it. Not because I want it. Not because I've been a good or bad person. But because I say so. That's what runs the solar plexus chakra. It is not about if you're a spiritually good or bad person. If that was so, there'd be a great distribution of wealth in the world. Yeah, it's more of like a fake it till you make it kind of energy of when you're trying to do those changes of like, well, I don't know if it's true, but I'm going to make it true today. And then the more that you continue with that, then the more it becomes true. Exactly. Yes. I'm a winner because I say so. I'm abundant because I say so. I'm going to have money because I say so. Yeah. And not just generalizing it of I'm going to be abundant, but I'm going to have, you know, this specific thing or I'm going to be successful in my work or I'm going to sell this much product or whatever it may be. Right. Mm hmm. It's interesting. I, I I used to be in the in soaring, and there was this this couple, and this uh, this lady and her husband, and her husband uh, he sold the tiny little parts that were in automobiles to the manufacturers, like the little electrical connectors and various little. There's thousands of little parts like that that are in automobiles, and it was so it was just a kind of a technical job and. They had, you know, a bunch of kids in a nice house and everything. And then he suddenly died. And this woman didn't know what to do because she was just a housewife. But she decided that she had to have this money. She had to have his job. So she went to his boss and said, I need to have this job. And he's like, you have no training. You don't know. She said, just give me a chance. I have to have this job. I have to have this money. So she would just, she just put on nice clothes and she would go to the contacts and she said, I'm taking you to lunch. And then she would just take out the catalog. And this is, and this is a hundred percent true. And she'd say, he usually sells you like $10,000. I knew to make a $10,000 order. I don't know what you'd order. Just tell me and we'll write it down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody did. And everybody ordered from her. Right. Um, they continued on and of course eventually she got so she actually knew what she was selling but uh she was just determined and and so she became her husband in the job yeah she wasn't going to accept anything else and it worked well that's just good marketing too of just being like you're a usual uh customer and you probably need more and how are you doing? Can I offer you anything else today? Right. Right. People are going to be like, Oh, I have been thinking about calling that and I do need more. And like, wow, that just made it so easy for me. Another true story with me is I was working at this one, but I just knew I wanted to work for him and uh, just occurred to me, I should just ask for it. I'm going to go out there, be bold, put out what I wanted and make it happen. Yeah. How much does that work with the manifestation when you start to involve other people? Because other people have their own 
choice? Well, it's a little bit twofold. People like winners. People like power and they like energy and they like winners. So there's nothing wrong with being bold. But you also have to understand, I read one time that the average self-made millionaire goes bankrupt several times, which makes sense. They're willing to try and they're not willing to be uh, put off by not succeeding. Right. I also heard that like the average millionaire has five different sources of incomes. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, I got to come up with a different, a couple other sources of income. (laughs) So I've, I've always been willing to try different things and not everything I've done worked, but I almost never worked for anybody for any length of time. Most of my life, I've always worked for myself. So I think it's, I think most of the time when you, when you are bold, like I was with, with this guy, Charles, he was a, he was a billionaire and he was a, he was a successful businessman and they appreciate a bold approach. Right. Every time I have had an interview, I usually say something in the interview like, well, you know, I love your product and I want to make you rich. They like that. You know? They want to hear that. They want to hear that you're a success. You want to make them a success. You're going to make money. You're going to sell product. That's what a boss wants to hear. Right. Not, I don't want to work on Tuesdays and blah, 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 blah. They don't want to hear all that stuff. They, you know, they want to hear that you're going to be a success. Yeah. Better approaches. I want to be successful and make you money while I'm working. But I also want Tuesdays off. (laughs) We don't necessarily have to say that part. (laughs) Again, it's when we're talking about the solar plexus, you're talking about your material world. And it doesn't mean that you can't be spiritual, but you can't just sit and meditate about it. You have to make that transition into the physical world to get some physicality out of the physical world. You have to spend some time in your physical body, in the physical world, in your solar plexus chakra to get a paycheck to spit out at the end of the week. Right. That is important. That's necessary. Occasionally you'll see somebody that can do that without, you know, I knew this one woman, she was, she was a hot mess but and she was kind of crazy but it it seemed to be working for her and she said oh i'm i'm gonna go to and this was true story too she i'm gonna go to this concert i'm going to go up and i'm gonna go to eugene and i'm gonna go to the the country fair and i'm gonna go to a concert but uh i don't have any gas for my car but it'll work out you know and and off she goes i have no money i have no gas i'm going and I remember when she came back, he said, how'd that go? She's, oh, it was perfect. I ran out of gas on a bridge. So someone had to give me gas because otherwise <laughs> they couldn't get off the bridge. You know? So she said, so they put gas in my car. So that worked out really well. And that got me all the way up to Eugene. And then I met somebody I'd seen before and they, they realized I hadn't eaten. So they bought me some food, you know, and, and and her whole week went that way. Um, and somebody else gave her 
stressful way to live to me, but if it works, it works. (laughs) And her premise was that she'd always have what she needed and she didn't have to worry about it. And she was actually living this way, which personally would make me crazy, but uh, it was working. I think she might've been pissing off a few people along the way, but yeah. from the outside perspective like man this girl just has to get it together but in her mind she's like everything always works out get this woman off this bridge (laughs) but that's how that's what she was generating in her chakra in her in her solar plexus it i'm gonna have everything i need no matter what i don't have to worry about it just go and that's what she did yeah you have to have uh, a lot of heart to go out there and do it that way. But uh, yeah, that would give me so much anxiety to be like, to know that I would run out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different way of doing things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But she made it from Ashland to Eugene. She did the country fair. She got concert tickets. She had lodging and food and uh, made it back. So yeah. Okay, it can happen. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, she never doubted it, not even for a second. And that's the difference. So if you have questions about the solar plexus chakra or anger or anything else, let us know. There is a link at the bottom of this episode description uh feel free to call in your own question for us we would love to hear from you absolutely please call in we do want to hear from you and thank you very much for listening to our podcast all right until next time until next time 